My name is Barry Siragusa, and this is the Hunting Hound Podcast presented by W Hunting Supply. Join us as we go deep discussing hounds and everything hound related with the men and women from around the globe who've dedicated their lives to hunting with hounds. We ask them about the game they pursue, the breeds they run, and to get their insight into what it means to be a modern-day houndsman. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Leave us a comment and subscribe wherever podcasts are available. All right, Jordan. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. You've had a you've had a shit week, man. Yeah. Yep. It's it has been, been a tough. crappy week. Been, yes, it has for sure. What happened? Well, lost another dog to uh, to the wolves up here in the upper upper peninsula of Michigan. Okay. What? Um, I think uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is I think that this is a uh, this is a an issue that here in Norway we're dealing with constantly. Um, I get the impression that houndsmen deal with it in the states too, obviously, but that it's not. It it doesn't seem to be. I, I don't know. I I I feel like it's maybe not getting the press that it should, because this is like yeah. especially up where you guys are. This is a real issue you guys have. This is not like yeah. a once in a lifetime, you know, shit happens kind of a deal. This is a. This is a this is a constant thing that you guys need to think about every time you put a dog on the ground. Yep, and I, I got I kind of had my own opinions of of that and and why that is. Um, you know, being a, a resident of the UP, so you know I'm I'm here all the time. This is mainly where I hunt all the time, um, and we get a lot of guys you know that come up from downstate. Um, you know, fellow hound hunters that come up and hunt. You know, for their four, six, eight weeks a year, whatever, you know, for bear season and stuff. Sure. And, uh, so, uh, you know, their, their exposure, I guess, to the wolves is, is way less than the local guys up here, you know? And, uh, you know, I got people that live in neighboring town here. They, they had, I think for sure, one dog killed last year, if not another one. And I mean, I know we all kind of talk just as, as local you know, groups, you know, we kind of keep each other informed on what's going on and, uh, they have the issues just like we do, you know, but we're here every day, you know, we're here, you know, seven days a week hunting all the time. And, uh, that's kind of my, um, opinion, I guess, of why, you know, like you said, you know, a lot of, you know, guys, yeah. Oh yeah. It's an issue, but they don't have to deal with it all the time. You know, right. You know, we, we, you know we're here all the time so i, I think it's a little bit one of those out of sight out of minds yeah. you know out of mind thing you know yeah. it's hard to get engaged in an issue that affects california when you live over in maine but at the same time you know this is ultimately uh you know i, I it's I, I feel like hound hunting is kind of you know we're having a little bit of a rough go of it right now we're dying a death of a thousand cuts a little cut here a little cut there and eventually it's going to add up Absolutely. to a fatal injury here yep. and i feel like wool yep. you know the uh the politics around you know the not just the reintroduction but the management of wolves uh, especially you know i i will so i'll say especially for nor for norway because that's where my where my you know uh, experience with this all comes from but also you know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it, it's interesting to me that, you know, I can be, you know, it can be a six hour time difference. I can be thousands of miles away and 
be dealing with the same, a lot of the same stuff as what you're talking about. Yep. You yep. know, where, yeah. um, so I think that this is probably, my guess is that this is a bigger issue than most people realize, but I'm betting there's more people affected by it than people, than people realize, you know, you kind of get this feeling when you're up there by yourself that it's like, oh, well, you know, it's just something I've got to deal with. And then sometimes it takes somebody like yourself coming on a podcast and talking about it for a bunch of other people to be like, Hey man, you know, damn, that, right. that's happened to me too. You know? Absolutely. No, I, yeah. And, and another thing with Michigan, you know, I mean, obviously you got the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula, you know, and the wolves are in the upper peninsula and the upper peninsula is ran by the lower peninsula, you know, Lansing, that's our, that's our state capital. That's where everything right. gets decided. That's where, our population is that's where you know that's where the votes are coming a lot of the votes are coming from and mm -hmm. that that's who's running you know what's going on up here what yep. you know if we need a management hunt or not you know and mm. the people that have never seen a wolf that you know they they don't know the the effects of the wolf you know right and those are the people really running what's going on up here so yeah i think that's that's probably the biggest issue that we have in michigan with not being able to manage these, these wolves. I mean, yeah, is that the people that are in charge of making, you know, making the decisions and, and creating the management programs don't actually have any experience right. with the wolves yeah. themselves, or at least not with the, with the problem aspect of it, you know, right. And it's the same. Yep. It's uh, it's the same here. A lot of the decisions, you know, here in Norway are made in Oslo and Norway's a big country, you know, land, land area wise is a, covers a lot of land and it's thin, but it's long. And, you know, uh, you've got all these, you know, the politicians in Oslo making the, making the rules and, you know, they do a good job with most things, but then there's some things that, you know, they just don't have a clue about and it really shows in their management policies. Yep. So, but when yep. did, um, when did this all go down? This was three, uh, last three, four days uh, ago. Yeah, last Wednesday. So I guess I'm not even sure the yeah the day that that right, was. Well, uh, it's Sunday now, so yeah, uh, so yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. So what uh what happened? Tell us what went down there. Um, so it was just another typical day. You know, we, me and my brother, we were out hunting, um, mm. looking for bobcat, and uh, found a beautiful, nice big tom track. You know, and we let four dogs go and uh they went in trailing just beautiful you know just it, two older dogs and two younger dogs we let go and uh <clears throat> they went in there and um my that ann dog there she she was 13 months old and doing she was you know really coming around doing a super nice job and uh she actually jumped the cat out in front of everybody else and got out in front of them and uh cat kind of straight line got out all the circles that they were in and uh <clears throat> she went she was headed for a trail they were going to cross the trail so i decided i'd go back to my snowmobile we do a lot of hunting off snowmobiles here mm -hmm. and uh went around she was already across that trail and i got over there and could see where she crossed with the with the cat you know fresh cat track on top of our snowmobile tracks and uh you know so i just i just sat there and was just listening to her you know she's 500 yards out and just she was doing a real nice job circling you know just mm. and my brother ended up showing up there and the the rest of the back dogs were coming through yet you know they were quite a ways behind but uh they were coming through and we were just sitting there and all of a sudden it just 
a, a noise that I've, I can't even explain it. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a bark. It wasn't a cry. It wasn't a, it was something I could, I just can't never explain, you know, and yeah. uh, just wrung out, you know, just like a scream, but it wasn't a scream, you know, and looked at my brother and I said, what the heck, you know, she just catch it, you know, and, you know, it almost sounded like she just caught. Yeah. She know, caught it on the whatever. ground. Yeah. Well, yep. Yeah. But, but it wasn't, I said, no, no, I, you know, I don't think so. So I threw my snowshoes on and I started into her. She was about 500 yards from us and, you know, was running into her. And after that scream, I didn't hear nothing. So uh, I kind of, I kind of knew, you know, this isn't my, this wasn't my first um, run in with wolves, I guess. So I, I just, I knew in the back of my head what was going on, I guess. And yeah, you knew it was I got about a hundred yards sure. from her. Yeah. And I, I got about a hundred yards from her on my, you know, looking at my GPS. And, uh, by that time, one of the back dogs that was coming through was like right next to me. And she, she was in eyesight of me. I mean, like 20 feet away. And all of a sudden she just same thing, the same noise, just horrendous noise. And, uh, I ran up there and two wolves had her pinned down under a blown down cedar and pretty much were, you know, one was on one end and one was on the other end. So I started yelling and hollering and screaming and in Michigan here, if, if they're attacking your, your livestock or your dogs, you, you're legally allowed to shoot them. So yeah. I pulled out my gun and I started shooting and uh, they both ran off. <clears throat> the wolves ran off and I gathered that dog up and, um, my brother was right behind me, so he got with Millie to make sure she was all right, you know, that she yep. didn't need any immediate vet attention. And I went over to Ann there. She was about, like, say, 70 or 100 yards away, and, you know, there she laid mm. in a puddle of blood, you know, I mean, dead, you know, so. That's, yeah. That's yeah. terrible, man. That's that's awful. It's just, yeah. um, that's heartbreaking. It sucks you know and just yeah just look like a like a murder scene you know blood all over you could see you know you could see the struggle you could see yeah every you know it was just yeah mm. sucks <laughs> yeah that's that's brutal man that's that's mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's really nothing to say i'm really sorry that that no. happened it's uh it's an awful awful thing to to uh to have to experience and you know you've You've been talked a little bit to you before we started this. You've been through this a couple times, you know. It's um, you know, you can do any try and stick close to them and stuff, but you know, it's like you know, when you've got wolves that are picking dogs off twenty feet in front of you, it's like you know, it's what do you what what can you do with that? I mean, you know, yeah, sending I mean, your dogs off with unarmed, you know, with bodyguards like it, it's, it's it, that doesn't work. Like you know, it's it's um and that's a thing that we since since the wolves have got so bad in michigan that's something that me and me and my brother try to do is stay as close to them as we can you know mm -hmm. but you know as well as every other hound hunter i mean there's just absolutely no way you can stay right, right next <laughs> to them the whole time you know unless it's, you're following them in not, a helicopter there's just that's not gonna yeah, happen yeah there's I nothing mean, there's, there's no way and <clears throat> for them to leave you know they obviously killed the first dog to come to the second dog, you know, that yeah. that's super concerning, you know, I mean, so they killed that dog, but that wasn't enough. So they came to the yeah. other 
to the next dog to kill that one, you know. Yeah. It's, while I was raised. <clears throat> that's unusual behavior. And it's it's behavior that we're starting to see here as well. Um you know, we had a we had a a pair of a male and a female that were um not far from here, far enough away. So I wasn't real worried about them, but you know, not more than a few hours away from here. But in gosh, I guess it was October, November, November, they started specifically targeting, um, the moose hunting dogs and like specifically targeting, they, they were not making kills. They were killing, they were actively right. targeting hunting dogs. Yep. Um, but that was right at the edge of this big area where they were protected, and those two, those two ended up on the outside of that area when the quota hunt started. So I think the quota hunt here in Norway, which got stopped pretty quick by animal activists, animal rights activists, um, they still had a couple of days where they were able to do it. And those two, I think, I think both of those wolves were shot. Uh, I think it was within 20 minutes of daylight. Like there was, there was a, a bunch of people making sure yeah. that those two individuals were those removed two. from the, uh, yep. you know, because <clears throat> they've done some studies here and have found that the wolves for the very most part here will stay away from hounds. There's something about the hounds that'll make them keep their distance, but the, the <laughs> moose dogs. So that, you know, they've like, they've tested it with, with, they did a little bit of this like aversion stuff that they were doing over in um, Washington and California where they were in Oregon, yep. where they were playing it over speakers. If they played hounds, the wolves would book it. They'd be gone. They'd be gone. The radio collared wolves. If they played these sort of smaller, yappier kind of uh, uh, moose dogs, those wolves would come into the, the sound. Really? Looking, to, looking to take those dogs. And, you know, those are... Those are European wolves. They're not. We're not talking animals the size of what you've got over there. They, these are these are slightly smaller, you know, kind of bush northern bush wolf type stuff. You know, not the big gray North okay. American gray wolves that you guys are dealing with. Um, yep. So what, uh, like, what do you do from here? Do you guys have a trapping season? Do you have a hunting season? Like, what do you? Where do you? Where do you go from here? I, I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out since Wednesday, really. I mean, mm, it's sort of an unfair question to ask four days yeah, after I mean, it all goes down. You know, I, I didn't, I haven't hunted the last two days. You know, I work another job, so I mm. can really only hunt on the weekends. And usually every weekend I'm hunting and this, you know, I just, just took the wind out of my sails. You know, I don't, yeah, for sure. I didn't even feel like getting up and going, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, no, I, I love it. I love, you know, bear hunting and bobcat hunting and anything, you know, anything. I love being in the woods and the last two days that I could hunt, I just, I haven't even felt like it, you know, just, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I don't know. I mean, we just, we got to keep fighting here in Michigan to, for a hunt. I mean, that, that's really all we can do. I mean, yeah. that's. Cause there's no wolf hunt in Michigan right now. No wolf hunt in Michigan. Nope. We okay. had one back in, uh, oh boy, I can't even remember, 2013, yeah, it was 14, a while ago. maybe. Yeah, I, I was reading about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. Yep. And it was a quota hunt, and uh, I, I think we killed like 22 or 23. And uh, dropping the it bucket. Was, 
yeah, it was really a joke. I mean, it was a joke of a hunt. Um, but you know, as far as what I hear, you know, our, uh, Michigan bear hunters association, um, UP bear hunters association, um, uh, the dog hunters, um, association down another one downstate, you know, and e- even the deer, the whitetail deer hunters in Michigan, you know, we're all, all the association, we're, we're really fighting for a hunt, you know, hmm. and, uh, but with the current administration, the way it is and everything that's going on, I mean, I just, I really don't see it. I don't see it happening. I, right. Unfortunately, I just don't, I don't think it's something that's going to happen anytime soon. Right. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's tough. I mean, people who, um, people who want to kind of get involved a little bit and try and see if we can put a little pressure on people to make this happen. You know, I would encourage any, any of my listeners, I'll, I'll try to put together, I'll talk to the, um, what I'll do is I'll talk to, there's a couple of organizations that deal with these kind of things and they'll write up letters that you can sort of put your name on and sign and they'll send them to the representatives, um, to try and, um, you know, to, to, to get our voices out there. I'll talk to a couple of those organizations to see if we can get something rolling in, uh, in Anne's honor. Um, because this is, you know, this is something that is, you know, the rest of us, the rest of us worry about having our rights taken away, you know, which is a legitimate worry. We worry about legislation, making it so we can't hunt, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, you guys have to worry about monsters eating your dogs. I mean, this is like a different, this is a, this is a different deal. Yep. You know, this is a. Yep. And, and, you know, here in Michigan, it's not only, it's not, you know, not just a hound hunter is effective, you know, we're talking about guys that have had deer camps in, uh, up here for, for, you know, they've been in the family for hundreds of years, you know, mm. and our deer population is so dismal now. I mean, guys, guys have quit coming up here to hunt and, you know, because the the wolves are killed, have killed all the deer. I mean, the right. our deer population is, I, I don't even, it, it's in half of what it used to be, you know, and right. not just the deer hunters, but the rabbit hunters, the guys that run in the beagles, you know, um, just even your, your people out walking their dogs, you know, the bird hunters with the labs and, hmm. you know, and the pointers and everything, they just, I mean, it's, it's affecting not just the hound hunter, you know, but it's affecting every right every hunter in the, in the U, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> it was not that long ago. I'm trying to remember who that was. Um, I don't, I think it was 2010 or 11. Maybe it was, there was, um, somebody up there who a dog musher who had a, a pack roll into his dog kennel and, and take a couple of dogs right off their chains. Yep. Um, I've, I've put, uh, where my dogs are in my yard, I, I chain on all, all my dogs, most of my dogs. And, uh, I put up a, a fence around, uh, around my dog yard in fear. I, I live right on the edge of a national forest here. Mm. And I mean, there's, there's wolf tracks darn near in my backyard, you know, not very far. And I've put up fence around them in, in fear because of that, you know, because of that issue, you know, I mean, yeah. you, you don't know, you never know. I mean, you don't know when it's going to happen or, you know, it's, yeah. so that's, 
that's just another thing you know we got a house dog here that we let out you know and it's yeah it's just crazy it's crazy it's unbelievable yeah you know because the 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 thing is is that you know to i had i had a they a quick conversation with somebody on on it was actually on your facebook page somebody who was an animal rights activist that popped up on your page mm. um yep and i i think ultimately <laughs> Honestly, I think ultimately we've probably got if we actually sat down and like writ down what we believe, I'm I'm betting we'd have pretty quite a bit in common in terms of kind of what we want here. Yeah. Ultimately. But just very very different ideas right. of how to get there. Right. But yeah. the, the I, I you know what what people need to understand is that for the most is that we're not necessarily advocating total extermination here. But common sense predator management, exactly. you know, exactly. It's not like there can't be exactly. a single one in all of uh, the UP, but it's got to be up to a point where the deer population hasn't collapsed, the the rabbit population hasn't collapsed, and the wolves aren't then going on to domestic animals to you know survive, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I, I feel like that's got to be something that people can kind of on some level understand even if you know even if you're against you know the, the, the killing of wild animals at, at least consider the amount of damage these wolves these wolves are doing in the numbers that we are found right you know and i think um it's it's unfortunate that there's not uh it's not possible to have a better dialogue you know i i see it and i can feel the tendency myself when i come up against somebody like that is just to you know it's so easy to call them an idiot and just say you know I'm yeah. cry me a river you know just kind of be right. flippant and obnoxious about it treat right. them the same way they're treating us but at the same time mm -hmm. i don't think we're going to get anywhere by doing that no. but you know no. we've got a i think you know being able to show hear the stories and actually put a name to put a name to the damage it's not you know farmer johnson's cows it's this is it's ann right it's his ann yeah. that got that yep. got munched and it was you know and that it's it's a tough situation to know really how to approach at this point you know because here here in norway we did a lot of work and got a lot of people got a lot of people involved kind of towards the towards the uh towards getting these wolves getting the wolf hunt going and kind of squaring away some of these places that they were allowed to be places they weren't allowed to be which wolves were genetically important blah 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 right you know it's a lot of work and there's a lot of a lot of people who aren't in agreement with how it's been being done and blah 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 but the bottom line is that there are a couple of places where you're not going to want to drop your dogs, but it's only a couple of places. Like to be yep. fair, it's only a couple yep. of places. And if you drop your dogs there, you're, you are ultimately running a big risk. Yeah. And, you know, to remove problem wolves, that's still a possibility, but then, you know, a couple of dogs need to die before that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, so it's not a perfect system at all, but you know, there's at least a, uh, a fairly heated, but it's, it's a dialogue. And I, I yep. you know, I think that that's something that needs to, needs to happen, you know, here because it's, 
it, it can't be the way that it is where the game populations collapse and domestic you know domestic animals are be, are sort of bearing the brunt of poor policies right no absolutely like you say i mean we're not we're not calling for an extinction of the wolves i mean we we, we don't want that we don't not at all but we just want a management of them you know i mean it's just like any predator it, any game animal any game species anywhere needs to be managed i mean they, right. it's just that, that's science i mean that's what they that's what they you know they always say that oh we got to go off the science well this is the science this is it has to be managed i mean there is no better science than that right i mean we we have to manage them i i don't know it's just feels like a losing battle though you know you, it's so it's it's such an emotionally driven um subject you know with with the mm. wolves it's, you know at least here in michigan that that we oh, see sure. so oh, yeah. emotionally driven i mean it's it's unbelievable you know everybody they, they don't they don't look at the science they just care about what they feel and how you know how they feel about them and it, it that's not that's, right they watched white fang as they watched yeah, white right. fang as a child and you right. know watch national geographic and this and that and, bambi you know. and that's that's yeah i mean it's you know just, and, and i i think that there's gotta you know it's yeah no i i don't know man it's a it's a tough situation and i'm um Real sorry yeah. that you and your hounds are bearing the brunt of it right now. That's um, how is the uh, how is the dog that got um, chewed up? Is she gonna is she gonna pull through? Yep, yeah, she's fine. Um, she's you know we got her on antibiotic and cleaned her up and everything, and she'll pull through and be fine. You know, um, that's good. But but you know, another another minute and shoot, you know. Oh, we, if. We, we, we would have had it you know we'd have had another dog there yeah. that would have been another one you know i mean you know these the gps really saved saved us that day you know what i mean i mean oh sure it's it was and and they play a huge role now because of the wolves you know to be able to keep track of your dogs and and as much as we can minimize the risk you know to see where they are we we know what's going on by seeing what what they're doing you know yep. and that played a huge role you know and to be able to gather the other dogs that were still behind mm -hmm. on, you know before the wolves got to them too you know i mean sure it's, sure well, do you have you experienced you you've had you've experienced these kind of attacks before yeah um back in i think it was october of either 15 or 16 i was uh me and a buddy were we were running a bear and uh another young dog he was probably uh a little over a year i guess he was but uh i noticed that he had stopped on the gps and wasn't moving so he's about six tenths of a mile in in the swamp there so i went in and uh just about got to him super thick cedar swamp you know could barely see in front of your face you know and just about to him and when i got there Here's two wolves eating on my dog. Mm. And then back then they were on the endangered species list. So there was no, you know, you couldn't, couldn't take lethal um, means and, you know, in yeah. your own hands. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 
so I started hollering at the wolves, hollering, yelling, trying to scare them off. And, uh, no, I mean, all that did was get their attention. Both of them looked up, came, walked right at me, came right at me. And I mean, coming steady at me. So I started throwing, grabbing sticks and throwing at them and beating trees. And I had dog leashes, hitting trees and whipping the ground, you know, doing anything to, to try to get them away from me. And they just kept coming and coming. And I don't know, they had to be 10 feet from me. And uh, there was a down, like a down tree behind me that I mm. saw. And I just turned and I ran for that as quick as I could. And jumped up on that and by the time i got up on that they had run off but i mean they had absolutely zero fear of human they they didn't care that i was there there was no no fear nothing i mean yeah that's it's another i mean i guess that's another aspect you know that we, we haven't touched on here is is that you know we talk about the effect it has on domestic livestock but you also you get to a point where if you're not allowed to hunt these things not allowed to haze them even you know, yep. you're going to get a population after not many generations, you're going to get a population that ha has no fear Zero of humans fear. whatsoever Absolutely. and are going to start looking at, you know, it's like you see the problem, you know, the problems they're having on the West Coast with with mountain lions picking off joggers. You know, you're, they're yep. going to start looking at people as potential prey, you know, yep. and, you know, even even if, you know, say they don't even allow us, to, they don't allow houndsmen to kill say, say that there's no kill season but just a training season yep. the effect that that has on those animals and teaching them to keep out of you know it, what what floors me sometimes is that if we were able to have a training season on these animals you know say say that the wolves the, the wolf say that we weren't even allowed to kill the wolves but could run them right right you know it would teach all of those animals that they needed to keep their butts away from us yep the hazing would it's it has a it has had a documented effect in the yep. areas that they've done it in in california and oregon with the mountain lion yep and you know i it seems to me like if you wanted a middle ground where kind of everybody wins here that's it where nothing dies <laughs> yep. but we're able to run and we yep you know, teach these animals by non-lethal means that they should keep their distance. That yeah. seems to be a winner to me. And I, I just, I just Absolutely. can't understand why everybody's not on board with that. Yep. You know, it's like, then, Absolutely. then we're kind of getting down into like hurt feelings, you know, and that, yep. and I, I'm having a hard time getting fully convinced on, on that, that, uh, you know, it's, it's worth sacrificing dogs and people for, you know, to avoid hurting hurting the feelings of the mountain lion you're you're running after, right you know right you know and i'd be in a, wisconsin had their first hunt again here last last winter yep um, in i don't know how many years you know they had one before and it got shut down and they had one last winter and i'd be in 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 wisconsin they were allowed to to run them with mm -hmm. dogs you know yep. so i'd be really interested to see and talk to those guys that have did have issues before last year and now that they've been able to run them to see if that's had an effect on you know to to see what they're seeing you know are, are the wolves staying away now you know right. last year i noticed you know two summers ago they had a lot of dogs killed by wolves in, in during training season bear season you know you know mm. i don't know 20 30 30 of them whatever but 
you know, it seemed like this year it was down a little bit. Well, you know, whether that was because population's down or is that because the wolves are putting two and two together that, you know, hey, we get chased or, you know, we hear these dogs or these humans and we need to get away from them, you know, as right. to before that they didn't have, they didn't have that, right. That fear, you know, I mean, so I don't know that that'd be something that I, I'm real interested in, I guess. I'm, I'm totally with you there on that one. So if anybody listening to this has any, uh, has any insight into that, whether the, uh, whether the wolf hunt, um, made a difference in terms of total interactions, total number of interactions with wolves and, and hunting dogs in the areas that the hunt was, um, in the areas that the hunt uh, happened, um, yeah, drop me a line. Let me know. I'll have you on the podcast so you can talk about it because I, I would be real interested. I, I agree with you. I'd be real interested to hear yeah. if that had actually had an effect. I, I feel like I common sense says one thing, but I'd, I'd be I'd be interested to I, I'd be interested to get that confirmed because I, I feel like it's got to have yeah. had some kind of an some kind of an effect. Because they were hunted sure think. hard. Yeah. For, yeah. And they were, yeah. Yeah. They were hunted hard there. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's, um, I think it's a good idea. Um, that's, that's yeah, a good idea. I'll look, um, like I said, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to talk to a couple of organizations. I'll get in touch with Howl. Yeah. Talk to them, see if we can get some, uh if if nothing else a form letter put together yeah. so it makes yeah. it easy for people to go in and 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 spread the word and um we'll do it yeah. and that'd be awesome Anne's honor this yeah. podcast will be dedicated to her and the uh we have a standard picture for the podcast but uh this this one will switch we'll switch out with with Anne's picture yeah. and uh, awesome. try and spread spread the word that this is a, a major problem. I wish there was more that, um, I wish there was more that we could do. I wish there was more balls already rolling that we could kind of all hop on. I could send people to one spot and be like, Hey, you guys need to go to www.stopthemadness.com, you know, but it's like, right. it's at this point, there's not, you know, at, at this right. point, it's, um, uh, like, like kind of said, when we started out here, that it, it's a, it's an issue that I think a lot of people have heard of, but aren't necessarily aware of the full impact of it. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, you're, you're talking about a, a large number of dogs getting, getting taken and, yep. you know, at, at some point it's gonna, it's got to break one way or the other, either, yeah. you know, the houndsmen need to pack it away and, you know, call it a day, which would be tragic. Or there needs to be some common sense management here that doesn't necessarily need to mean lethal yeah. management. I think that probably it should include some lethal management because the numbers are too high. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think in, there are solutions. In my opinion, I think what you just said with, you know, with hound hunters having to pack it up and say this is it, you know, I, in, in my own opinion, I think that's the antis that's their goal in this I absolutely think. I, agree. I that's that's their ultimate goal i mean they 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 saw this the wolves as a an avenue to take to you know where maybe we aren't going to get to manage them you know and i think that they saw that and they knew how it was all going to unfold and 
this is what they're doing. You know, th- this is how they're going to try to to shut us out and shut us down. I mean, I really do. I think I think that, that's their ultimate goal. Of it. Yeah, I mean, that that could definitely be. You know, it's um, it it's fairly effective, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, so, but you know, we'll um, luckily. I mean, we do. We, we might be a small group. You know, hound hunters. We might be a small number in this world, but we're tough. I mean, we're gonna. We're tough we're and we're opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, and we're gonna fight with everything we've got. I mean, this is a lifestyle. This is our, you know, most guys, they grew up with this, or they, you know, they, they've dedicated their lives to it. And Absolutely. I'm, I'm not gonna go out without a fight. I mean, I'm gonna, I'll fight right till the end. And I know, lots of other guys will too. I mean, yep. I um, I think that's admirable. I think it's how it should be. You know, it's uh, yep. there's a. You know, the it's this isn't just uh you know, this this isn't just a hobby. This is right. uh it's it's a lifestyle and not only that, but right. it's it's got cultural significance if you you know for yes. the United States, for the you know, each individual area has its own culturally significant hound culture. Yep. And that is I think worth you know, worth preserving and worth, yeah. you know, supporting. So you know we'll um you know we'll 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 do we'll do what we can to try and you know if nothing else get the word out there and and start trying to make uh see if we can make it a little bit easier for people to get involved and start push pushing pushing a little bit for some some common sense uh some common sense predator management here because this is uh this this doesn't work you don't have to be uh shouldn't have to be good promising young dogs getting taken out right. by something yeah. as trivial as you know a bunch of wolves that aren't afraid of people anymore absolutely terrible so no. what um is there anything more you want to add to the to that before we want yeah, to hear I a little mean, bit about the you've been a houndsman for a long time. I want to hear a little bit about yourself and how you got started and stuff like that. But I want to make sure we say, you get to say what you wanted to say about this. I don't, I mean, I don't think, I think we've covered most of it. I mean, just, you know, I get every houndsman out there has to fight for this, whether it affects you or not, you know, cause you know, it's like I say, I think this is going to be their ultimate way of trying to take us all down. So mm. I, I don't know. I just think, you know, we just all need to stay united and together yep. and fight together for this. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree with you. And for, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of pull here, you know, or I don't have a lot of pull here, but I'll, right. I'll do, I'll do what I can. And I've, uh, I'm behind you all the way. Absolutely. Hmm. So tell me, uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself. What are, what, what dogs are you running at this point? Are you running blue ticks? Yeah, yep. We got all blue ticks. Got one plot. Um, so yep. we got one plot, and yeah, all the rest are blue ticks. So, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. When? How did you get started in in hounds? Is it a multi generational thing? You said your brother's doing it as well. Yeah. Um, my uncles and my dad. I mean, we grew up with it. I just, we were in our first pair of trees when we were in diapers and. Fortunately enough, you know, we had my dad raise us up and, you know, he, he, he brought us, you know, to bear camp every weekend and, you know, coyote hunting and 
bobcat hunting and all that kind of stuff and that's great um you know like say my uncle he uh he's a big big hound hunter too and a lot of a lot of friends of friends you know that we hunted with and just we were raised up in it I and mean, mm. this is this is all we've really done our whole life so yep very very fortunate in that so that's excellent that's excellent was he a blue tick man as well uh no we they they had a little bit of everything plots walkers you know you name it they didn't they didn't really care they whatever was doing what it should be doing so gotcha yeah. i'm usually when somebody is uh my experience anyway has been that when 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 somebody does has a different breed than their father had it there's there's probably one dog yeah. that is the <laughs> that is the reason for that who was that dog that what blue tick was it that made you switch we you know it's it's that's funny because uh it really we had a couple blue ticks when we were kids but nothing that was really a good dog you know mm. um i always loved the blue tick i don't know i just i've loved the looks of them i just i've always just really favored them you know um, something so classic about a blue tick that really yeah is, i mean yeah. just i don't know they're just a houndy looking dog i don't know they're just beautiful in my eyes so mm. uh I, I've always liked them, and uh, there was a guy that hunted. You know, we we hunted around each other, and uh, um, he had a pack of blue ticks, and he was actually getting out of. He was retiring, and he, you know, he was he'd done it for thirty some years, and was done, I guess. And uh, he was getting out of out of the dogs and selling them, and he actually he gave his whole pack to me and my brother, and uh, yeah, I mean it was. So that's really where where it where it all started, I guess, with the mm -hmm. blue tick. Anyhow, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. They've just they've treated us well. They've taught us a lot. They've so we've just kind of kept rolling with that, I guess. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. How many? Uh, what kind of kennel are you running right now? Like a big? How many have you uh, got? Yeah, I got. Uh, well, I got a litter of pups out there. I don't. I probably got. 10 or 12 maybe 15 mm -hmm. somewhere around there yep. <laughs> quite a few but yeah um a little more than i like i guess i try to keep it keep it down to six or eight you know easier yep. for me still you know working another job and only sure. hunting three three days a week or whatever so but yeah sure i saw a little kid run by there too so you're uh you're oh. a father oh, yeah. as well i see <laughs> yeah yeah i got two uh I got a little girl and a little boy, so that's actually three. my girl's three and my boy's uh about a year and a half now. So. Oh wow. Yeah, so yep. you're you're right in the thick of it. Oh yeah, we're busy right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got one at six and one who's or I, yeah, he's six and the other one is uh nine. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Then my brother, my brother Justin, we you know, we do a lot of hunting together he's got four he's got four kids so we wow. we, we got a whole uh whole another generation here uh, hound hunters so that's great keep, keep keeping the uh tradition alive i hope that's great yeah we'll uh let's uh we'll do what we can to make sure that they've got something to I something sure to inherit yep i sure hope it's like old doug duran says it's it's not ours it's just our turn so right. we better yep. make sure we've got yep. something to leave them. Absolutely. Well, Jordan, I really appreciate you coming on. This is, uh, I'm sure it wasn't super easy to talk about so close up 
to when it happened. I appreciate I appreciate you talking to us about it. And yeah, um, absolutely. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna do what I can to get this podcast out quickly. Um, I uh, you know I've got a um, I've got a bunch on the calendar at this point, but I think I'm I'm gonna do what I can to bump this one so that this one runs within the next few weeks. Yep. Um, just to get it out there, and we'll um, yeah, do what do what we can if they're um people can find you on facebook if they've got any good ideas or or good uh good resources anybody who's got any good ideas or good resources feel free to contact me i'm on instagram at the hunting the hunting hound um also on facebook at the hunting hound or you can just find me on facebook at bear saragusa any ideas you guys have to make the situation better um preferably the things that don't involve atomic bombs or napalm <laughs> um feel free to send those ideas over and we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll see what we can do here yep yeah yeah i really appreciate you having me on and uh yeah like I say it's good just get the word out there what's going on and you know whatever we can do to to fix it i guess I mean, yeah that's all we can do, I guess. So. All we can do. All we can do is see if, see if we can fix it and keep hunting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, brother. Well, I really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Thank I'll you let you know much. when this podcast comes out, and I'll send you a link to it. All righty. I appreciate it. Take care. Thanks. Yep. Man, I love that sound. <laughs>